Welcome to the Kingdom Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Anderson, and I help exhausted moms put an end to what's stressing them so they can regain control of their life. Be sure to check out our popular free training, The Ultimate Mom Binder, at kingdommompodcast.com. And be sure to join our free Facebook group, Mom Binder Masters. Also, we offer a paid online coaching community. If you need life coaching as a mom, we offer an affordable option to help you live the life you want. You ready to take back your territory, Kingdom Mom? Let's begin. Hey, hey, Kingdom Moms. Welcome back to the Kingdom Mom Podcast. Yay, another episode. I am not going to make you wait on the, like this long hiatus. I, I'm back for reals. <laughs> okay, so today I want to talk about homeschooling. And um, I don't I haven't done a ton of podcast episodes on homeschooling. I've been homeschooling this. I'm about to start my seventh year of homeschooling. So I'm going to share with you our personal homeschool journey. But I want to talk to you about why you might want to consider homeschooling as an option for you. Even if you're not going to do homeschooling, you still might want to just listen um, because it might kind of give you some uh, different ideas and thoughts about your vision for parenting, even if your kids are going to like public or private school or however you're educating your children. Um, Yeah, you don't have to be a homeschooler to get value from this conversation. So I encourage you to listen. Um, but I, I want to have this conversation because right now, the, the time that I'm recording this is July. This episode might not be live until August, but a lot of people are uh, trying to figure out what they're doing for the upcoming school year. And I'm going to tell you that if homeschooling has been on your heart, it's not too late. So I'm going to talk to you about what to do, uh, how to kind of get started on that on that path. And then in the coming weeks, we're actually going to be talking about priorities and time management. So if you've struggled with time management um, or you need like some tips and advice uh, for back to school, which is a time where um, you have to have some time management skills, otherwise you just start drowning. uh, We're going to talk about that and kind of our strategy and how you can make a game plan for back to school, you know, all the chaos we're going to talk about it. We're going to, we're going to help you out. Okay. And I, I'm telling you right now, you're going to feel a million times better. So let's, let's chat about homeschooling. So I never thought that I was going to be a homeschooler. I didn't grow up thinking, oh my goodness, I can't wait to homeschool my kids. No, I went to public school growing up. I grew up in a really small town. There were 18 kids in my class and I lived in a town where everybody knew everybody. So my teachers, uh, I, you weren't going to get away with nothing because your teacher would just call your parents. Like all my teachers went to church with us. It was a small town. Um, it was nothing like the, the public school system. Like we live in an area, a suburb of Houston. And so like the public schools here, they're just huge, right? Uh, it was nothing like that. I went to a very, very small school in a very small town in rural America, Okay, farm country. That's just to give you a picture. My husband, very much the same. He went to a slightly bigger school. I think he probably had 40 kids in his class. He was in he was in the big city that had one stoplight. <laughs> that's where that's where we grew up. So we ne- we never thought that we would be a homeschooling family. Um, and it really wasn't until I started doing personal development that I even considered homeschooling my children. I was learning from somebody, um, a Christian uh, mom who was mentoring me and coaching me. 
And uh, I would attend a lot of her events. She's a gal here in Texas. She's actually retired now. Otherwise, I'd tell you all about her. <laughs> but she's retired. She doesn't do it anymore. Um, but I, I went and I was learning from her. And she had homeschooled her children on and off. And she really made a case for homeschooling that I had never really thought about before. You see, I have a marketing background. I, I'm a marketer. That's where my skill set is. And I've, I've done a lot of coaching and different things uh, as, in terms of marketing. And when you see the world from a marketing perspective, and you see the world from a biblical perspective. So I'm a believer. I choose to see the world from a biblical point of view. I have a biblical worldview. But I also have a marketing worldview. And when you combine those two things, you start to see things differently. You start to see the marketing of Satan. <laughs> you start to see the marketing of certain agendas and ideologies and you start to see the marketing even of good people marketing their bad ideas <laughs> so um you see the marketing of debt you see the marketing of bad financial decisions uh in in you know our public school systems and i'm not trying to bash any teachers or anything and please uh i always say i i will preface this i will say this Till kingdom come, uh, I believe that each parent knows their child best and can make the best decision for their child's education as long as they are tuning in and listening to what God is telling them about what they should be doing for their children. Uh, I, I, and for some people that might be public school, for some people that might be a private Christian school, and for some people that is homeschooling. But what's really important is that you are listening to that still small voice that's telling you what to do for your children. It's so super important. And so I started to feel very, very convicted about homeschooling. But see, back then, seven years ago, homeschooling was not as um, mainstream as it is right now. The pandemic of 2020 really made homeschooling less of a of a uh, big deal, right? Homeschooling is just like, oh, a lot of lots and lots of people are homeschooling now. It didn't seem as extreme uh, or it seemed more extreme seven years ago. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I felt the nudge. I felt the call. Uh, but I didn't know how I was going to, how that was going to fly with my husband. Um, and it didn't really for a while. He was like, you know, I just don't know how I feel about homeschooling. Like, I think he understood where I was coming from. But logistically, like, he just didn't see how that was going to play out and that we weren't going to have weird kids. Like, I think that's what he was thinking. He's like, oh, my gosh, our kids are going to be weird and socially awkward. And right. That's what everybody thinks. <laughs> and all the homeschoolers are like, oh, yeah, the socialization argument. Oh, my gosh. But it, but that's what people think when when people don't understand what homeschooling actually logistically looks like day in, day out, they think that your kid's going to turn out weird and going to be unsocialized and they they don't they don't understand and they have no context for understanding so we can't really blame them right uh, and so I've, I'll forgive myself for thinking that we'll forgive everybody else for thinking that as well but um 
and also like my family was kind of like, are you crazy? Like what? I don't know about this. Right. And here's the thing. I was the crazy person who kept going to like personal development events. And I was like, yep, we're gonna pay off all this debt. We're going to do this. I was like on fire, like just trying to change my life and to fix my life. (laughs) And I was fixing things and things were getting better, but um, it was a little much for some people in my life and I don't blame them at all. (laughs) I probably was a little much. In fact, I guarantee I was a little much (laughs) when I was first learning this stuff. I'm like, we're going to we're going to do all of these things. It's going to be great. We're going to change our life. Everything's going to be awesome. And truthfully, my life is a million times better than it used to be because of all of those things that I learned. And I do not regret any of that. But I think it was like another extreme thing that Lindsay was going to be doing was homeschooling her kids. And they're not, they weren't wrong. It probably was. Uh, I remember my sister uh, specifically, which is funny because she's actually the one who's going to edit and upload this podcast. She (laughs) works for Kingdom Mom now. Um, (laughs) And she also started going to the crazy personal development stuff and changing her life. And she's lost like 100 pounds. She looks amazing. But she was also like, Lindsay, you're crazy. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is a bad idea. You're going to screw up your kids. Anyway, and so the way that I sold it was, because y'all, I've got a marketing background. The way that I sold it was, listen, I can't screw up kindergarten, right? I can't possibly screw up kindergarten. Let me just do some kindergarten with my oldest over the summer and we'll see how it goes. And very, very quickly... My husband also started to fall in love with homeschooling. And so we homeschooled kindergarten and then we homeschooled first grade. (laughs) And here we are seven years later. And I will tell you that my husband is now the biggest homeschool advocate ever. Like he's he's constantly telling people you need to homeschool your kids. (laughs) Um, My parents, uh, my in-laws like people that were very doubtful in the beginning or just didn't quite understand it, they're now advocates because, and not because Lindsay did a great job of selling it to them. It's because they actually see the fruit and what it logistically looks like in real life. So most people are scared to homeschool because they don't understand it. And we're scared of things that we don't understand. So if that's where you're at and you feel like this conviction to homeschool, but it terrifies you, I'm just going to tell you, please like, Put all of your expectations aside, all of your judgments and your preconceived notions about what homeschooling actually looks like, and you need to put those aside. Here's what you need to do if you're thinking about homeschooling. The first thing that you need to do is you need to see what your state requirements are. If you're in the United States of America, now we have people listening. We have people from South Africa who listen. We have people from New Zealand who listen. We have people from China who listen to this podcast, okay? So first, what your country requires, right? Um, And then if you're in the United States of America, what your specific state requires. So I live in Texas, in the United States of America. Texas is very homeschool friendly. We came from South Dakota, also very homeschool friendly. Uh, We just have to like fill out a form. Uh, In Texas, we didn't even have to do anything. Texas, they're like, we trust you, go for it. Um, But some states, you're going to have to keep a little bit more record, okay? So just go see what your state requirement is, okay? The next thing that you need to do is you need to research different homeschooling and educational styles, okay? There are 
different styles of educating than what we are used to in public school. So public school is what a lot of homeschoolers are going to call traditional school. Okay, and some people, they just want to do traditional school at home. So maybe they're they're basically doing public school curriculum, doing it at home, or they're doing um, that type of education, that type of learning at home. And they're, you know, starting at eight o'clock in the morning, going till three o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. And they're going through all of these different subjects. That is one style of education. Okay. There are other styles. There's unschooling, which kind of is a more child-led education uh, with less schedule and structure. Okay, I am not an unschooler. I, I'm, I like organization and structure. <laughs> I'm not an unschooler. But unschooling is a style of schooling. Okay, you have Charlotte Mason, right, doing living literature type books where you're learning through reading you know, all of that. There's classical education. Uh, we are classical educators. Classical education is what we do, and it goes by the child's development. So there's the grammar stage, the dialectic stage, and the rhetoric stage. So we're teaching kids how to learn, and then we're going with their developmental stage. So for the younger kids, we're doing lots of memory work. We're doing lots of drills, different things like that to remember all of these things. And then as they naturally start to get older, then we start to explore things in more depth. And then they reach the rhetoric stage, which is like really in high school, where they could basically teach it themselves. And they're doing more persuasive type writing. Uh, they're really digging in, asking those hard questions, and then defending their beliefs and why they believe certain things so they'll do debate and different things like that um we're classical educators then you can take a more and there's other there's other styles those are there's Montessori there's all sorts of different styles which is why you need to look into those and then you can even take an eclectic approach where you just do a little bit of everything right um technically we probably we're, we're mostly classical educators but we do eclectic for some other things as well um and then once you have figured out what style of homeschooling you would like to do, and please keep in mind, you can change your mind. Let's say you decide that you want to do Charlotte Mason and six months from now, Charlotte Mason ain't working and you hate Charlotte Mason. <laughs> not that you hate her, you hate her style of homeschooling. You can change it up. You are not married to a specific style of homeschooling and a specific curriculum. We went through like five math curriculums before we figured out one that we actually liked and that worked for me. But what's really important about homeschooling is whoever's going to be the lead educator in your house, which can be mom or dad. Uh, I'm the lead educator in our house, but there's lots of homeschool families that I've personally worked with where dad is actually the main educator in the home. Okay. So whatever you, however that is going to play out for your family, right? Um, the style of homeschooling that you utilize needs to be a style that fits the way that you want to teach, which might be more hands-on or hands-off, okay? And that fits the way that your child is going to learn, right? Um, so I like classical education just because regardless of the personality type of my child, uh, they can learn classically, they're going to get something from it. They're going to either love the organization and structure of it, or they're going to love that we learn things through songs and playing. <laughs> so different personalities, right? But 
I also love that it's easier on me. It takes quite a bit off of my plate to do classically because we're all learning the same things and we do a lot of subjects together. Um, that that's what I need as mom, as the lead educator in my house. Okay. So you need to pick a style of homeschooling that's gonna work for both both of y'all or all of y'all, as we say here in Texas, for all y'all. Um, it needs to work for everybody. Okay, then what you need to do is you need to find a community of homeschoolers in your area or near you that you can plug into and glean wisdom from, okay? There is nothing more helpful to me as a homeschool mom than other homeschoolers. Plugging in with other homeschoolers and learning from them what, and you will find that there's all sorts of different types of homeschoolers. I learn a ton from the laid back homeschoolers. And I learn a ton from the academically rigorous, structured homeschoolers. <laughs> I learn a ton from being around these people. And so what we personally do is we educate classically and then we have been a part of a program called Classical Conversations. It's Classical Christian Community uh, and it is, we, we do pay for it. We pay to be a part of a community. Classical Conversations is a worldwide uh, homeschool organization that uh, helps provide curriculum and community for homeschoolers all throughout the world. Uh, we were a part of a community in South Dakota. And then when we moved down here to Texas, we were also part of a community for seven years now. This will be our seventh year in a classical conversations community. Um, so we meet once a week with that community. Okay. And I don't know, it's anywhere between, you know, 20 to 40 kids that are maybe in a community or, or more if you consider high school. So let's say 20 to 60 kids uh, that we meet once a week. And so, uh, you know, we do life together and we have support. And not only is it great for my kids, and if you're worried about socialization, okay, well, there you go. You just solved that problem, didn't you? Because they're going to go hang out with their friends once a week. Like some, like seriously, my kids almost have too many friends where I like need to cut it off. I'm like, okay, we got to stop going to the birthday parties and stuff. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that I used to worry about socialization. And I'm like, oh my gosh, too much socialization. Uh, so they get to hang out with their friends, but more importantly is I get to be around other homeschool families who have the same vision for their parenting and their children's education that I do. And that is huge. Um, and it helps take um, a decent chunk off of my plate <laughs> as far as curriculum goes. It's huge for that. Um, and then, uh, you know, you can you get to participate in that community as well. I've tutored in that community, which means that um, I like lead one of the classes. Not that I'm the instructor. I'm not an instructor. I'm just like modeling how to do this at home for parents. I've been a tutor. And then this year, I'm actually going to be directing our community uh, here uh, in a suburb of Texas or a suburb of Houston, Texas. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I've never actually directed. It's my first year doing it. So pray for me. But uh, it's it's really a, an amazing thing. But even if you're not classically homeschooling and maybe you're not a Christian, although I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are. Um, so Cece is a classical Christian. C 
curriculum, but there's other things that you can do as well. So we are a part of a fine arts co-op as well that has absolutely nothing to do with classical education. They go and do choir and band and uh, drama and all of those things at that co-op. That co-op also meets once a week. So we have, there's, there's so many things out there, but here's what I want to say. If you're really considering homeschool, that first year, do not expect the first year to be great. And if you're like, but Lindsay, I have like a freshman in high school and I don't want to screw this up because she's going to be behind. No, she's not. She's not. I promise you. But you need to just allow for that first year for a lot of unlearning. You have to do some unlearning. They'll have to do some unlearning. But I will tell you, uh, I was recently having a conversation with somebody and we were talking about the best decisions that you've ever made in your life. And I said, there's with hands down, there are two decisions that I've made in my life that are the best decisions I have ever, ever made in my life. And they have done nothing but provide so much blessing. And I believe that they will bless generations after me. Number one was marrying my husband. Marrying Jared Anderson was one of the greatest decisions I ever made in my life. And it has provided abundant blessing to me, even though it's been hard. <laughs> even though it's been hard and there were sticky spots. Last week, I told you that there was a time where our marriage was not doing good. It was holding on by a thread. But we worked at it and we worked hard. And that marriage has provided nothing but abundant blessing. And number two was homeschooling my children. Making that decision to homeschool my children, like it, I, it was a leap of faith, friend. That first year, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was getting into. The Holy Spirit led that year. <laughs> the Holy Spirit led that year. But I will tell you that ha homeschooling my children is one of the greatest decisions that I ever made in my life. And it has provided such blessing for me as a mom and for my children. And I believe for generations after me, that the fruit of homeschooling my children will be passed on generations and generations beyond me. Again, just like I said about the marriage, that doesn't mean that homeschooling is easy. Homeschooling is not easy, but it is worth it. The fruit that good homeschooling creates just like the fruit that a good marriage creates, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And so I really, really encourage you. Okay, I will say this. I have an old website and please forgive me because this website, I haven't, like, haven't touched it in years, but it does have good information on it still. Hopeandhomeschool.com. You can go there and get some information. Um, or I think, you know, if you if you come into Mom Binder Masters and ask some questions, you can definitely do that. But there's going to be a gazillion homeschooling Facebook groups for where you live. Okay, go talk to those parents. Go plug into that community. That community, your homeschool community is so important. It's so important. Not to say that you're not going to meet some people that and you're not going to deal with, you know, hurts and different, like anytime you're with community, there's going to be issues, right? There's going to be uh, uh, conflicting personalities, right? But it's worth it. It's worth it. Go get plugged in. 
So I encourage you, if you have any questions, you can ask me. I answer homeschooling questions all the time. If you have any questions about classical conversations, if you have any questions about how to get started, how to do this, how to do that, I'm an open book and you will find most homeschool parents are an open book. They will absolutely help you. So I hope this blesses you. If you're worried about how am I going to manage all of this, like, okay, I'm going to do it. But how do I manage all of this? I want you to listen to some upcoming podcast episodes where we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about how to manage your time, how to manage priorities. We're going to get it done. All right, y'all. I hope you guys have a great day and God bless. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kingdom Mom Podcast. Don't forget to check out our free training, The Ultimate Mom Binder at kingdommompodcast.com. See you next time, Kingdom Mom.